0: Hello. So, uh, today I want to talk about why you need to keep going. (laughs) (coughs) This coming from someone that, uh, on some level, genuinely doesn't believe this. Uh, Not in life, of course in life I believe it. Um, And in most days I'm actually really good, let's be honest. I am, for the most part, a positive, quite optimistic, idealistic person. Who's just adapted to being more of a cynical, pragmatic, practical person as the years have gone on. But my baseline is imagination, happiness, the world is deadly, people are great, you know. Um but I I don't feel unreal at the moment. I don't feel I don't feel that at the moment. Um i don't want to go into all detail yet i don't know if i can so instead i'm gonna just talk about what this uh, this has caused a lot of stress for me over the last year i've been running a business for over three years from a freelancer to running a business. Let, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just go through everything I've done to get to this point. I think today I'm gonna talk about the stresses of owning your own business, about money and, and clients, about why I started doing my business, how it all started, right? So I studied creative digital media. That's a course that is radio, film. Oh by the way, you're listening to Jamming with Jamie. And uh, John with Jamie is a show where I just kind of talk about whatever the fuck is going on in my life Or what, you know, something that's going on in my mind And I just have no real plan before I start And I just throw it at the wall and see how it bounces back And I jam with myself Pretty much, that sounds like a euphemism Um, Or an innuendo One or the other Anyway I studied creative digital media in college And... This was a course that was unreal. Before that point, education system had failed me, or I failed it. One or the other. I didn't like school on any level, um, but college was college was a second wave. It was it was another it was another chance at at, at actually succeeding or feeling feeling good about myself within the academic world because you know. If you're not good at school, it creates this type of rebellion in you, or or a type of anger, a hate, because you, you, you partly feel like, oh, I'm not good enough because I'm not good at school, and this is kind of the indicator of how good you are in society, and how useful you are, and how smart you are, and how worthy you are of friends, and you're like, you know, like people who are acting out at school, It's probably because they just don't fit the box of the education system. And they should be, we should treat them with with a bit more care. I think we should, like, figure out, well, what is it that they're good at? And how do we help give them more of that? Do you not think that would create a good student? Do you not think the reason they're acting out is because maybe they don't feel good enough? Because you've told them that they aren't unless they get these points. And unless they can do good in this class, as well as this class, as well as this class, when they've no interest. I don't know. It seems a bit forced. It seems like we're actually creating unhealthy relationships with school and society through forcing people at a young age to compete against each other in this way. There's a little alleyway of thought for you. But this course in college was absolutely incredible. And they warned us. They warned us because the, the way the economy was going in Ireland at the time that... They warned us this in first year that by the time we graduate there will not be jobs in our field. Horrendously negative thing to say to 18-year-olds, you know, people that are just about to start a four-year course, but they were they were right. Um there wasn't there wasn't really you know, if there was jobs in Ireland for film and TV and movies and radio at that time. They were not that they were rare, but it was a big process to go through, and you'd really have to know someone to get in. It was tight knit, you know. So I worked in every bar, restaurant, hotel, cafe in Dublin. I say every, but it was probably like six. It's for me six. If I if I if I try and calculate and add them all together, it was probably six or eight. Yeah, um. I had a lot of jobs, a lot of different odd jobs as well. Just tried to keep busy. Tried to do some creative stuff on the side. I had a few video projects. I was slowly trying to build that up. But, you know, I'd do a few bits here and there for people. um, Within video and photography, but nothing ever massive. And then I had this big responsibility. I was chosen. Not like Neo, it wasn't like some, you know, some oracle decided that I was the one to direct this thing, but I was chosen through, uh, I guess, connections, you know? My dad probably put my name down, but uh, the Luke and Sarsfields, uh, the local Ga community, were doing a charity event for Strictly Come Dancing, their own dancing event where people within the club, would, you know, being partners and dance, and <laughs> and yeah, it was just a really fun event, and they, they'd asked me to coordinate the whole thing, And um, this meant filming videos that you would normally see for Strictly Come Dancing on the night, you know, you would see the two people talking on the screen, and you'd see them talking about dancing and how it's going, and it would cut from their back garden, them having a chat, or kicking a ball, or making some tea, to then cutting to them... Uh, dancing and practicing and struggling and laughing and crying and shit like that so that's what that's what the videos were about and I had to do I don't know how many par- how many couples were there and then each couple that's two videos each was it a dozen or so videos so that was one thing that they that they hired me for but then on the actual night of the event I was in charge of the whole operation from an audiovisual perspective. That means the the sound, the video, the filming of that night itself, as well as playing the videos I had filmed before that night, and then live-streaming it, and all these different moving parts. And so I hired all my mates from college, or at least a few of them, that I was closest to, to pull off this event, and it killed me. It nearly destroyed my relationship with creating video for a client or creating video for money, you know, just 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 that ambition and that will, it nearly destroyed me because it was so tough to pull off, and it introduced me to how easily a client might put more on your plate and try and get more bang for their buck and try and keep pushing you, even though they know that you're on the cheap side, even though they know that you're not sophisticated enough with business even though they know you're just fresh out of college and I've never understood that because why? Like, if you're going to take a chance on someone who's more independent or more cheap or younger fresher out of college then that's the quality you're getting and also maybe just give them a simple job and make, make sure you know that they're going to do it well and get that out of them, you know, that's great you're getting something for cheap you know that they're getting the experience that's a that's a fair deal everyone wins but like i don't understand the stupidity of the amount of irish clients or the amount of irish business owners or or individuals that will take advantage of these young naive possibly unqualified people um, and keep trying to squeeze them for everything they can get out of them and then just have like quantity but not quality because they've pushed these people to, to get all these things done but they you know they clearly don't have the experience and um, i know what you're saying you could argue well that's up to the person who's providing the product to know that they aren't good enough not well no it isn't actually because they don't have that experience they just spent four years coming out of college they worked their asses off they've had lectures looking over their shoulders they they have a confidence but now they're in the real world and they haven't actually done much in the real world and so you know there has been moments in my career where I've probably been overconfident and that's been good and bad it's been I'll start off with the bad because it's nice to end with the with the good uh, it's been bad because you know I've oversold myself I've been overconfident in situations and realized I'm not experienced enough for this. I actually don't know what I'm doing. Uh, actually, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I wasn't able to finish a project. You know, moments like that have happened through my career that are so soul shaking. They're so shocking to your system um, and so upsetting. Like, you feel really shit about yourself, obviously you don't purposely want to fuck anyone over um, so it sucks but the, the positives um, of being the way I've been is that I think I, I believe I've taken more chances than a lot of people around me and so I've done way more I've experienced way more I've clearly failed way more and the more you fail if you can actually take it if you can if you can handle it, if you can actually take all the fucking digs constantly (laughs) and pick yourself back up and learn from them, brush your shoulders off and be like, okay, I'm getting back in. You're definitely stronger. Your skin becomes thicker. Your your confidence increases. And also one thing I've noticed is you level out. You you don't become so, so high or so low in the sense of losing a client or in the sense of things going wrong you don't lose your shit, you don't feel so negative, you don't like lose all confidence Um, but also, you're not so optimistic about everything you're a bit more cynical about gigs when you show up to them you hope for the best, but you plan for the worst, you know, you just kind of level out, you just mature your whole approach to it isn't like, you know a moody teen or or a naive, I don't know, artist. You know, you you need one of these extremes. You're just, uh, you're just more levelled out, and I believe that's a more mature, sophisticated approach to business. So I left. Yeah, I left video for a while, and, and then probably did the odd thing here and there but that just really crushed me i really felt like i let your one down now keep in mind i actually we did so much for that place and for the money we were getting paid we did gave them amazing things the videos that were played on the night obviously were really good um and the recording of the event was really good we could not figure out how to live stream it to the room so what they wanted was they wanted the dancers in the in the waiting room to be able to watch on the tv what was happening out on the stage and we were coordinating with people for ages to try and figure out how to get that done and we couldn't we just couldn't we just couldn't under we just didn't have that understanding we didn't have that technical ability yet you know and we warned them about that because at the start it was very simple. They just hired me for the videos, but then, oh, well, actually, could you record on the night? And but that's that's I guess that's another thing that you learn throughout the years: how to say no, how to say no. It's not letting people now. De- Excuse me. Just had a very very strong coffee a second before pressing record on this, so I'm a little bit uh, I'm a little bit fast paced. My mouth can't catch up with my brain. So what you learn is to say no to a client to say no to people your time is important and the limits of your capabilities are important you should take chances but not with other people's money little chances here and there are fine if you think oh i could figure that out yeah as long as long as you're able as long as you're willing to put your your, your name your brand you know everything on the line but it i don't know if you should do that with someone else's time or someone else's day so that's something you really need to to take on board because like I said like the positives of me taking chances in the past although a lot of times I I didn't even realize I was taking chances I genuinely thought I could do whatever the project was Um, and although that is a good thing because you learn from it and you gain all this experience and at least you were doing something instead of nothing it's what my point was there? Fuck. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. Bear with me here. <laughs> gonna drink some water. I'm gonna hydrate this this caffeinated body. <coughs> oh. So, let's see where we are on the timeline. On the timeline. So yeah, I ended up working with this factory, worked my way up the company into the offices. Now, it was my uncle's business, but uh, he didn't see me. He wasn't managing me. So it wasn't like he gave me this opportunity, you know? He did, you know, he obviously gave my name when he found out there was work in the factory. But I worked my way up, worked my way up into the office, impressed him there, ended up getting my own table after a few months and I was able to work at a desk and I was doing bigger, more work, better, bigger responsibility and in ways I liked it in ways I hated it I hated the monot- monotony of it I didn't like working in an office I didn't like the feeling of stuffiness and being caged um, but they were all lovely to work for amazing, amazing people to work for all great characters and you know, I do miss that place at times they were very good to me um, yeah, but I I I got into such a good rhythm with that place that I was able to do a few little projects on the side, and when I got my rhythm up and I was living in town, living in the city centre, and I was making good money and I was confident, I was like, Do you know what? I need to take a chance. I'm young, I have energy. I wanna I wanna freelance, I wanna try and do this full-time, you know. So I I said, listen, thank you very much, but I need to leave. You know, after a few years I left that place and I started freelancing on the streets of Dublin. And it's been now three and a half years of me freelancing and then eventually turning it into a business. And I've had some amazing opportunities. I got to film a video for, for a branch off Bulmers, that famous big drink, was It was I believe they own Finches. So I did a video for that. Miss Ireland, I was able to do a few things with them. I've had some pretty big opportunities. Worked with a fitness clothing label, did a lot of food stuff, events. I've worked at loads of weddings. I failed another, my second probably big, like, I'd say, Strictly was the biggest wake-up call, and then the second wake-up call, or wave of wake-up call, was failing a wedding. A relative of mine's connection, a connection to someone who I'm related to had a wedding. Um, kind of a friend of a friend sort of situation. And I was really reluctant to do the wedding. I don't know why probably because I've only done a handful, and I've always known the people, but I also feel like my style doesn't suit the wedding, I can be a bit, my style's a bit more artsy than it is professional, (laughs) or at least it was in the past, Um, and my style can be a bit, like, quirky, I know it's a very, that sounds like such a a lame thing to say about yourself I'm not saying I'm quirky but I am saying that the way I edit is different to others and like like just the way I approach the clips in my timeline and then also my end result I think just the way I see things seems to always be people have, it's just it's just coming from the way people have pointed things out you know um, but I am I'm actually aspiring to be a bit more calm a bit more collected a bit more steady with my shots have everything just a slower pace I think when you watch things like that it it feels more mature and my pace in the past would have been like an ADHD person who just took a coffee I think that's what my videos look like you know like oh here's a bird and then like look at this shaky shot of a tree and then look at this person's eye when they say I love you you know we, I don't know whatever something like that I'm not totally trying to insult myself I've made many videos that people are very impressed with and, and you know have given me great compliments for and a lot of clients have been very happy otherwise i wouldn't have the word out there about my my work as i have and, and the word i'm out which is great a lot of my business comes from people just saying this guy was great to work with and i was happy with the video i'm like jesus that's everything if someone says they liked working with you and the thing you actually worked on was good, like the product was good that's everything, you know, that service and product what else could you want out of a business or even just a fucking interaction with someone, you know but I really fucked up on a wedding I was asked to shoot it in 4k I'd never shot in 4k like I said, I was already hesitant for some reason, maybe because it was someone I'm close to someone I knew so I was wary of doing that maybe you shouldn't do that I don't know if you should mix like family and business but uh my computer couldn't handle it and I had to get another laptop and different software and I did it in bits and then that failed and I had to make space for another project I had to delete that and then I had to bring it back and then it was actually harder the second time and I just couldn't get around to it and I kept postponing it and I kept freaking out and I it built it into this massive thing in my head and it just like, so much time went past and it was a very, very unprofessional and insensitive thing for me to do and I'm a very, I'm very sh- ashamed I'm a very, what the fuck is that word? I'm very ashamed yeah, I'm very ashamed of myself for the way I handled that it was a, it was a coward move. Thing is, I'm not a coward, but that that was cowardly, um, and so that's the best thing you can do in these situations. I think you have to be somewhere in between an empathet- an empathetic person and a sociopath, because if you're too empathetic, you'll you'll only feel the emotions of the people you let down, and you you'll probably just destroy yourself. You'll drown yourself and drink, or you'll smoke too much. You'll you'll tell yourself horrible thoughts like I'm not good enough. Oh my God, I let these people down. I'm a fuck up. I'm shit. I'm so terrible. I shouldn't work in this industry. I can't do this stuff. Look at how like a horrible and unprofessional that was. Now these people are unhappy and they don't have the. Th- you know, like that's um. I don't know if that's the right way to handle things. You need probably a little bit of that, obviously, because you can't think you're great. Because a sociopath would be like, you just blame the other person and you think you're fine. It's like, actually, I told you from the start that 4K would be a lot and actually, I didn't really want to do this and you probably should have picked up on that and you should have got someone that wanted to do your wedding that was like super into it. You know, maybe you shouldn't have put all this pressure on a guy that you've seen the videos of and you know what is, what how the result of what his stuff looks like and you know, that I think that's, maybe it's not a sociopath, maybe it's just someone who's trying to protect themselves through their ego, maybe they are very sensitive, but it, it, it seems, it comes across more like a sociopath. So I think you need to be somewhere in between. I think you need to really just own up to your mistakes. You need to be sensitive of how you affected this person and how they trusted you. And But you also need to be able to move on. You need to learn from that experience and move on and make sure you just don't fuck up anyone else's day, you know? I know that sounds bad, but just be a little bit less shit. I mean, that's, that's why you were shit. And that's why shit things happen to you how you can learn to be less shit now when things happen to you that's not about you being shit but that's about the world being shit but you need to adapt to that and learn how to like fight off that shit or like you know you need tools to, to defend that so, so in that situation it's it's more about learning how to deal with shit instead of your own shit or you being shit there's so many layers to being shit you know it's like a shit lasagna anyway And then the third, (laughs) speaking of shit, the third, the third, the third, third, Dublin people don't pronounce THs, third, the third biggest fuck up of my career was um, a miscommunication between me and a friend when I went traveling, I, or when I was abroad, I was offered this gig for a wedding, someone recommended me and this woman rang me and she needed a, videographer and i handed it over to my friend who had just moved back to dublin he didn't have huge amount of experience so i did kind of recommend that he did it with another person but he seemed confident and i was like well look if you want to do the whole thing you can get all the money or if you want to split it you can you can pay half half and and do it together and in hindsight maybe i should have pushed him to do that because of his lack of experience but also you know like i said it's it's half half you he also should have taken credit for maybe being a bit too towards the money and realizing I've no experience in this, I should do this with a friend, you know? But maybe she wasn't available at the time, who knows? But he, he's a great guy in fairness to him and I really wanted to help him out and I thought I was doing a good thing, but when, because of his lack of experience, he didn't communicate properly with the client and didn't realize what she wanted and created a video that was in a different direction of what she wanted from the day. And especially with a wedding, it's so hit and miss, you know? Um, you really need to communicate a lot. And so the video didn't turn out the way she wanted and she was getting upset with him and she was threatening him. And then he kind of wanted me to step in a little bit. Um, the only problem was I didn't, I didn't hire him. I just passed the work on to him. It wasn't like when, like there's been gigs before where I might hire someone like a friend to work with me and just be an extra camera person and I kind of get the money and then I invoice they invoice me and I send them the money and it's like they got it through me, does that make sense? so I've like hired them for the day, what's the right word? Uh, not just freelance, just a better word anyway, it'll come to me Um. but that wasn't the agreement and so I, d- I don't know if he just misunderstood what the case was but he want, he didn't know how to deal with the stress and he was obviously feeling very bad about himself that she was so angry and the video wasn't what she wanted and he really wanted me to kind of come in and help and I I felt so bad that at first I wanted to help him but then I was like well like I I don't think my business needs to take, I don't think my business needs to be the face of this situation because like although she rang me, Sejon Studios I just kind of diverged or diverted or no, I directed I bounced the work off to another person you know I didn't it didn't come true to me. I just recommended someone else. I'm not responsible for this individual who did this work. That's not saying that I won't like try and help my friend out. I'm just, it just means as a business, you know? And so I, I was kind of scared about that. And I was like, I don't know how to explain this to him. And I, I, I talked to a friend of mine who does hire people for weddings. And he was like, did you contract him? There you go, there's the word, I knew it. See, you never chase the word, you just, let it go and say it will come to me. Um, so I, I asked this guy, a business guy, a friend of mine, and I was like, he said, did you contract him? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, did you did you take a percent? Did you take any interest? Did you hire him? And I was like, no, I just passed the work on. He's like, so this isn't your thing? And I was like, yeah, I guess it isn't. And he's like, okay, well then look, advise him, help him. But like, it's not, this isn't your responsibility. Unfortunately, you know, or um, well not unfortunately, I, I didn't want to take responsibility, obviously. I didn't want to take the blame and unless unless I, it was for me to take blame then as horrible as it feels you just have to do the right thing you have to be courageous in that sense um, or at least you definitely can't be a coward and so I would've but that, that wasn't the situation and I tried to explain that to Dan I guess it came across very formal and businesslike because his reaction he was upset with the reaction you know um, I didn't mean for it to sound so like lawyery I, I didn't I don't know I looking back I don't, I don't think I did I think I just said oh but Dan, listen I was talking to a friend and like I didn't invoice you you, you do realize like I, I this isn't gone through me I just I was just helping you out I was just recommending you to someone um but I guess in his place maybe he didn't realize it was that or maybe he just thought I would help or intervene more but he was quite disappointed in me and he was getting really upset I went back and forth for a while and don't get me wrong we're on great terms now and I don't know what his take on it is now because we've moved on from it but but I'm just trying to give another example of how how these bad experiences can crush your joy of something that you did just do for joy and then money gets involved and deadlines and miscommunication and working with friends and it almost destroys your soul <sighs> because you want to have a good relationship with your friends it sounds amazing to get to work with your friends that sounds like a great thing you want to say yes to projects you want to take chances and be like wow this is how i learn or or at the time maybe you just think you can do it or you're just like happy someone shows you or someone is paying you a lot of money like the wedding like. Oh, I'll pay up front now. What? A thousand euro? I mean, I know that doesn't sound like a lot for a wedding, but, you know, you gotta start somewhere. And so someone offering you a thousand euro, you're like, oh my God, Jesus, yeah. Jeez, you believe in me that much? That's an amazing feeling. I can get paid now instantly? That's a great, you know how long it's been since I've been paid last? These are all amazing feelings. And so you get swiped up or swept up in that. But it's important to learn what you can and cannot do. It's important to learn that maybe... You want to hone your skills at something before you sell it and you don't want to be learning it on the day obviously i mean that being said a lot of the stuff i do is just like pointing a camera and knowing how to point it at it you know and just being like technically apt in the environment and understanding where i should stand and the color and the lighting and the sound and how i'm going to edit it together stuff like that so like it's in one way that's no brainer but another way there is a craft to that and you just have to keep doing it. You just learn every time you have to go out one film. Um, but this, yeah, working for yourself or just trying to constantly find work for yourself and constantly represent yourself and take over all the business and the the official side of things. It's so stressful. <laughs> it's so heartbreaking. I do not regret for a second that I did this three years ago. I do not regret for a second that I took this chance and my my reserve at the start of this podcast where I was basically having a mental hiccup having a a conversation in my head where I was trying to figure out if I should open up and talk about something that's going on in my life currently at the moment or not being wary of expressing that on this platform that people could listen to out there, you know, I was like debating. Um, that's what that weird moment at the start of this this episode was. But there's basically what I would describe as the fourth pillar, maybe the fourth pillar, yeah, of the biggest shit. <laughs> it's ever happened to me working for myself slash being a freelancer and all that and this one's really crushing me too you know i mean they always each one felt like they crushed me while i'm in it obviously in some of them you know and some of them i was crushed because of how much i might have been letting the other person down equally you know but in this this case i just feel like it's just me against this big corporation never done anything like this before, but I I may have to go and do stuff through the courts, or yeah, it's big uh, it's just, like, so unnecessary but but this is what happens when, like people keep changing the agreements they keep changing the way they're going to deal with you and and how they're going to pay you and, you know, and then they keep pushing things back and then they say it's about you and all of a sudden, all that money that you've, you've been borrowing off people because you know you're going to get paid by this company, all of a sudden they just pull that out of the rug and they're not paying you and they just decided. hard to shake the feeling that they may have felt that way from the beginning that you know that they, they just want to use and abuse freelancers because it's easy to because it's easy to get them to sign a contract about some stuff that they can't understand and you know sure where's the respect for a freelancer anyway it's just some person working for themselves walking around with a camera usually they're younger it's just very easy to take advantage who knows who knows if they were or weren't but it definitely it's hard to shake that feeling at this moment so I'm sitting here beside my laptop at a moment where I've in one way lost a lot of passion lost a lot of faith lost a lot of momentum in doing this and I'm not sure what my next step is I don't know if I should keep doing this at the same time I've also got a flood of gigs that have just come in in the last week or two and uh, Finish the video for a quick QIQ, it's an Irish-made food app, I guess, to compete against the monster that is Just Eat. This uh, app takes much less of a, of a percent off, their sh- off the shop owners, though, which is great if you're an independent local pizza place or Chinese, you know, instead of like a big massive chain like Domino's or something, you're just like a, you know, Tony's Pizza, you know? Just eat, taking 20% is a massive chunk of your profit. Uh, whereas this takes 8%, it's local, it's Irish, it keeps the business inside, you know, everything's recycling, it's, it's much smarter. I made a video for them and I'm pretty happy with it. And I've been doing videos again for Cycle Against Suicide and I think they're, they do a great cause and they're offering me a lot of things, which is nice. And I was working with an artist there recently, taking a few pictures for her. So, you know, and I'm getting people reaching out for headshots and so, in one way fun light, easy videos are coming into my world again and I'm getting small pay out of it and it's enjoyable well, some of it is bigger pay but I mean look is my life sustainable through this income? No, not at all barely (laughs) so I want to move back up to a bit more of a ambitious pay rise, you know and uh, making bigger videos that I can get paid a lot more for it because I've got a lot of experience and I know I can create the product. But I guess, I, I don't know what my point is for anyone listening out there. I don't want this whole thing to just sound so negative. I guess I'm just talking about the worst things I've experienced and how much that can affect you when you're in it. But I'm, I I guess the positive take out of this is that you get over it, that you learn from it, that hopefully you you amend your mistakes, you make it right, you don't affect more people you try and make it right for that person that you did fuck up you know or or, or even if someone fucked you up that you learn from that mistake and you learn to maybe forgive them on some level and and how that was part of your growth and how you know stand up for yourself too if if you feel like you deserve it and chase that money if they haven't paid you or if they changed the agreement or whatever that's definitely a positive and You know, money isn't everything either I guess the experiences and, and the growth I've had over the last three years is something that on one level money can't buy because I mean a lot of entrepreneurs have had so many failed businesses so if I've had three years of just bashing it out there just constantly trying to sell myself and making videos and just keep working at it and then having massive failures but like They only crush me for like, I don't know, a few weeks and then I kind of just find my rhythm again and back in it, then that's like, I think that's good. Like, you shouldn't let these massive things that get in your way completely stop you. They're just hurdles. So... If you're passionate about something, if something is deep in your gut and you know you wanna do it, you need to follow that dream and there's always gonna be things in your way that, that stop you, that try and push you down, that prevent you from going further and make you feel like you've hit the wall and that that's just you now, that that's as far as you can go. But maybe you're just reaching the barrier of your own beliefs, of your own insecurities and actually what you need to do is break through that barrier, learn from it, tank it, pass through get past that level what's the next level you know if it was easy everyone would do it if it was enjoyable no one would struggle you know it's it, you, you need the good and the bad and you need to learn from them equally and and I just I don't know maybe, maybe the bad is just a reminder that you're growing because when things are easy are you really growing when things are enjoyable oh, you can enjoy growing too but I think the most in, I think the most growing The majority of of self-growth happens when you're struggling, when you're facing adversity. Oh shit, what's the word? I was being so serious there. Adversity, when you're facing adversity. That's when you grow the most, that's when you become someone new, that's when you're changing, that's when you're becoming stronger and and learning. And so... Yeah, I think I'll finish up on that. Yeah. <sighs> also, the last few months I have been putting up videos on YouTube again and that does feel great. Just doing personal silly videos, I'm throwing them up there, that does feel good. But I'd like to do, I'd like to do music videos, I'd like to do something more creative, I'd like to put up some fiction or short stories with friends. i just like to do some stuff that isn't necessarily money-based as well, because... and monetize your passion I mean that's great because you get to do what you love and make money out of it but... but depending on how you do it sometimes the money side just ruins it it just ruins the passion because everything just becomes about money or the lack of or the chase of or how much is this video worth how much is my time worth Sometimes that's great, and sometimes that's tiring. And right now, I just feel a little bit exhausted. But it's part of the growth, and I've learned a lot from being fucked up by this 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 recent one. I've learned a lot again about trust, about contracts, about being realistic with timelines, and realistic with people and how they treat you. And, just watching how the company runs and and also feel just like listening to your gut. Your gut knows so much in situations. Why do you feel that instinctual? I don't know about these people. And then they eventually, when you're over and you're like, oh, maybe it was just me. It's like, yeah, maybe. Maybe you're like a really cynical person and you don't trust people. But if you're not, if you're not that, and you just have a gut feeling that tells you I don't know about these people, listen to that. That doesn't mean you have to walk out straight away. It just means, while they're talking, while you're interacting with them, just have be open to that. Be open to, is there something wrong with this company? Is there something wrong with this person? Am I being used? Am I being lied to? Am I being manipulated? Do they have a bigger plan? Have they done this before? What are they up to? Are they telling the truth? You know, just like be open to that and like, just really observe around you. I may meet up a few times and just be aware of that and then, you know, look merge merge the two because then you've got like you've got the instinctual feeling but then you should have a pra- practical feeling based on your experience and so somewhere between there you should have an answer and decide then if you want to keep working with them or if, if that's worth your time if you can't shake that feeling obviously do not spend time there i just don't think you never know who knows maybe nothing happens but then like a year or two later they they get founded out for uh, fraud or tax evasion or so who knows and then you could have been swept up in the who knows, you know. But I think I think the body knows more than the mind. I think the body's the animal. It's like the dog that can sniff something around a corner. The body knows before the brain. So the brain is too limited through the the belief system and the, the senses. I think the body knows more. I think there's more to the senses than we believe. So I think we're going to finish up I'm going to have some lunch and then I'm going to go off and get my day back on track continue editing maybe do something fun create some edit something fun later maybe for YouTube and get back into the work and it's been nice making money again I do love that I do enjoy that it is a good feeling and yeah look thanks for I appreciate you putting whatever it's been 20-30 minutes half an hour out of your day to to listen to this and to find it interesting and hopefully you gain something out of it from me being transparent enough about my business not always being a success and me not always being a success but you you definitely learn from failures and I know that from experiencing so many big ones that just come straight to my head Um, so I know at least I have the knowledge that I don't need to give up that that, that I I should continue because this will pass but it, it is hard to feel that way when you're in it so I guess with experience maybe the feeling doesn't go but you're just more aware that it will pass so maybe that's a mature and realistic approach to feeling shit in general so thank you for listening and if you have any opinions on on, or some tips or whatever about the direction of this where i should take it let me know to be honest i don't really have massive goals for this yet this is just something where i can like share my own voice because i did have my own podcast that i actually had to leave there a day or two ago because of many reasons but one of them was that i just i knew i was going to finish it soon to go traveling and then my travelling trip kept getting pushed back because I wasn't getting paid by a certain company and then when I found out they definitely weren't going to pay me it just crushed me and so I just I just felt like that part of me that could keep up doing that podcast wasn't there anymore that drive but you should listen to it I mean I'm sure he's doing good things with it now it's called the Alpha Project Podcast we put a lot into it in one one way we put a lot into it in one way I feel like we could have put a lot more because it was like a year and a half maybe two of doing this podcast so we had cups and stuff and we tried different things and we had some fun guests on and usually it was just the two of us talking shite similar to this (laughs) um but but look I wish him the best and I, I hope it goes into a good direction and maybe the removal of me is a good thing as I said change is good hopefully good growth comes out of that so think about your failures in life. I'll finish up with this. Think about your failures in life because I would say a lot of them are repressed. Either because you're ashamed of yourself and you don't want to deal with it because your ego gets involved and then you don't want to think of yourself as the bad guy. Or maybe the opposite. Maybe it's, or maybe it's the opposite of repressed. Maybe you constantly think, oh, fuck me, or I'm not capable of doing this, or shit, look at all the shit I've caused, look at all the shit I've created in other people's lives or to this client or... my own life or whatever you know there's that just 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 remember that you wouldn't be able to grow if you weren't able to struggle and it's all part of the learning experience and as long as you actually take it on board and don't repeat it again like that 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 exact fuck up (laughs) because you'll fuck up in many different ways there's like i said there's a there's a fucking shit lasagna out there. There's a variable of, of fuck-ups that, that you could do. But as long as you learn from your mistakes, learn from your mistakes, either from someone doing shit to you or you doing shit to them, as long as you learn from that and you don't do it again, that you apply what you've learned moving forward, that's that's very honourable. That's You can respect that that is that is a sophisticated human being you know I mean that's as easy as it comes but like you'd be surprised that people can't do that like everything in life is just good and bad things constantly happening to you you have to learn from both and then you can kind of have to adapt and then you have to apply and then you go forward and I do believe in one way you almost have to bring up those uncomfortable thoughts and uncomfortable memories and and face them and figure out what you have to learn from them it's going to be raw it's going to be emotional but you're going to have to just try and do it like a scientist and break it apart and figure it out and learn how you can be better and how you can make your business and the lives of others better and and, and affect everything in a more positive way going forward and i think by doing that you you release your connection to the past, you release all that negativity, all that trauma, and you're able to not repeat it again, and that's fucking great, isn't it? I mean, that's that's the most... I think that's the most realistic aim we should all strive for, just to make it a little bit less shit next time, just make my business a little bit less shit, just to make me a little bit less shit, just to make my interactions and the life of others and... The experience of having a video done, just a little bit less shit for everyone involved. And that's like all you can do. It's never gonna be perfect. This idea of perfection that we've all kind of fallen into the belief of through social media just does not exist with all the Photoshop faces and everyone traveling all the time. It's like they took all those pictures in one holiday and they're just releasing it true. You know what I mean? It's, it's not real. It's not real. Everyone's got issues. Everyone's going through shit. That model you're looking at, bodybuilder they all have their own shit that's why they're doing this they're they're putting layers on top of themselves because they either don't want to deal with their shit or maybe maybe they're in a really good place and they're just trying to put it up online and fair play to them you know what i mean that's good too we shouldn't judge that because we wish we were there you know what i mean um but it, they're definitely not perfect and their lives aren't perfect There's so many we all just got our own little shit lasagnas in our fridge Need to go through it one layer at a time and just fucking deal with it and fix it. I think overall that's my that's my take on on business and life and and yeah. So yeah, it's actually been short of an hour. So there's another nice juicy long one for you. Whoa, excuse me. There you go. We'll finish up on an innuendo, okay? There, there's a positive note for you. But thanks for tuning in, and I hope you can I hope you can take some risks try not to affect anyone on your way doing that I hope you can take the criticism and the negative parts of your life as well as the good ones and uh, and observe it through the scope of a learning experience apply it to your life, make yourself better make yourself less shit be good bye